Hi, I'm Kendra. I'm Olivia. And Josh. And this is Our Music Oddcast. And today um, we do have a little bit of a trigger warning for y'all. Um, we will be talking about suicide and different stuff. So um, if that is going to affect you, uh, go ahead and feel free to skip this episode. So on that note, today we are going to be talking about deadly songs. Yeah, or cursed songs, however you want to say it. But wanted to do something kind of on like the Halloween theme and thought, you know, what about a curse or cursed songs? Yeah. (laughs) So hopefully everybody has some fun Halloween stuff planned, even though, I mean, you know, with social distancing and everything, it's more difficult, but... I know Halloween's one of our favorite. It's my favorite favorite holiday, for sure. I like Christmas, too. But I think Halloween's cool. It's real laid back, chill. And candy yeah, and I like and spooky stuff. Yeah, I mean, I like pumpkins and stuff. I don't know why. Yeah, are you still going to dress up this I've year? I've got to carve oh, my yeah. pumpkin. It's still. What are you going to dress there. up as? Kendra always has epic costumes. I well, I know that I'll never be able to outdo the year that I dressed up as the monster from Attack yeah. the Block don't because even try. I even sculpted those damn glowing teeth. It was yeah. awesome. <laughs> um, but I'm just going to be a witch this year. Cool. Keep it simple. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I did get a pretty like. All the things that I got for my costume are things that I'm like, I will wear this. Yeah. Like, all the time. Like, I got these, like, giant pentagram necklace and earrings. (laughs) Like, fuck yeah. A. Awesome. (laughs) B, like, there's, like, this, like, sweet, like, witch hat that I'm like, I could probably wear that, like, just casually around. (laughs) Yeah. I'm into it. I can see myself in this. people wear, like, cat ear Like, I ordered it online, and it's, like, normal hat material. It's not, like, the typical, like, flimsy... From the Halloween store. Like yeah. See through. It's like a, a nicer like, one. So I'm like, oh shit, okay. Start a trend. And there's like, <laughs> I have like this like hooded cape, and I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, Harry Potter. I just duh. don't know why I wouldn't want that. And it's fucking purple. Yeah. And it's just like a long black dress. Yes, all the things. I'm like, this is my aesthetic anyway. I'm into it's it. It's just your new fashion. This is witch. Yeah. I'm into Season it. Season of the witch. Well, I am a witch. Yeah. So it's like, it's there just we like go. owning it, you know? <laughs> I always wanted one of those like, lovely velvet capes like they have um christina ricci wear in sleepy hollow or Karen knightley wear in the duchess i would definitely wear one of those yeah i have to find a reason i could see you in that yeah (laughs) mental note for christmas present yes velvet better if it has flowers embroidered on it perfect Mm -hmm. okay i'll start sending you links (laughs) i'll start texting josh like so about that like there's a huge market for these very literal so if y'all are like, oh my gosh, I have an Etsy store and I sell those. You should probably yeah. send the links. Let me know. Yes. I'm in the market. Because uh, I feel like Josh will probably purchase that for Olivia and it would be wonderful. It would yes. be wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the first one we're going to talk about. What were we talking about? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. What were we doing? I think that was the first time on this podcast that we have gotten distracted before we started. So I think so too. Um, but I'm not going to apologize for it because that is the most typical podcast thing that's ever happened. Yeah, it is. And, uh, y'all can just deal with it. So (laughs) we'll probably cut it out. Yeah. (laughs) Potentially. (laughs) No, we won't. (laughs) Okay. Pakistani poet. And this is going to be the part where I butcher names, but Ibna Incha wrote his famous poem, Inch Shi Utho. In the early 70s, the poem's dark subject matter tells the tale of a man's lost and pointless existence. Singer Amna Ali Khan 
adapted the much-loved poem into a hit song. He died of cancer shortly after performing the song live in 1974. Four years to the day after the televised performance, the poet, Insha, died of cancer. Wow. Yeah, then in 2006, the singer Khan's son, Asad Amina Ali, who is also a singer, suddenly died months after performing the song. And this is like, I guess, the the one good thing about the story because, you know, you hate hearing so many like bad things in a row. But, but his second son, who is also a singer and has survived, you know, up to this point, he has sworn to never sing the song or, you know, perform it. That's terrifying, though. I know, so that's like, creepy. Can you imagine me in, like, a cover band? You'd be like, yo, guys, I heard this dope-ass song. <laughs> and then you're like, but there is a potential that we could yeah, one of us is get cancer. Die. Or just yeah. have sudden death. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Like, I'm curious to read that now. I know. Just to know. Like, yeah. what? So what you're suggesting is the song itself is cursed. Yeah, it doesn't say anything Not about the, the performance poem. or a recording. Well, no, no, it's it's well, the poet it's anybody who sings or performs the song. But yeah, the poet did die. That's but maybe true. he did so, a yeah. poetry reading. He could have. So what if I listened to a recording of it? Would I die then? I don't know. Okay. I don't. You want to find out? <laughs> Fuck around and find out. <laughs> <laughs> I've already forgotten who wrote it. Okay, in 1984, this one's about Ozzy Osbourne. Um, <laughs> the Black Prince. A young boy committed Prince suicide while listening to Ozzy Osbourne's song Suicide Solution, which led to a lawsuit by the boy's parents against the singer for encouraging suicide with the song, in lyrics claiming that suicide is the only solution. Osbourne explained that he wrote the song about the dangers of alcoholism, and the case was eventually dismissed. But later that same year, another teen suicide happened while the teen was listening to the same song. That's sad. I know. There's so many songs that are written about, you know, just very dark things like alcoholism, drug abuse, or even suicidal thoughts that people kind of use the songwriting or the, you know, even just writing the music to kind of channel those emotions. Well, and it's also like, I don't know. I mean, you're also a songwriter. Um, I feel like when talking to people that have actually like listened to songs that I've written, like they interpret things differently than what I oh, have yeah. in mind when I write them or oh, yeah. they pick up a whole completely different meaning. Like I had a song about like something terrible happening to me when I was a kid mm-hmm. and everybody took it as like an end of a relationship. And I'm like, Oh, oh. no, <laughs> yeah. this is not about an ex boyfriend. This is about abuse. Like, you know, yeah. like much worse or not like abuse, but yeah, well, yeah. I'm not going to go into that, but yeah, yeah, it's like, this is like, yeah, way worse. So, yeah. And you know, sometimes it's even people kind of talking about their own experience with like suicidal thoughts and kind of how they got through it. So it's, and I can see like definitely talked about a lot, like in songs equating like a depression with alcoholism because they're both very like dark places when you're like, let your mind go there and stuff. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, even just how you, if you are addicted to alcohol and, you know, drinking yourself to death, how it kind of is, you know, a slow suicide. I mean, there's movies about it. Yeah. Like in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Oh, so many movies have yeah. you know, the same, you know, cover the same topics. Totally. Yeah. It's the human experience. Yeah. Next up, Judas Priest. Every time <laughs> I think of Judas Priest, I just think of, hey, is the Because it's, <laughs> it's like the most ridiculous song. I think that's ever been recorded because it's literally 
just a circle jerk of solos. Oh. <laughs> like it's yeah, just, what's the problem? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, I love it. It's great. Go on. Sorry. Oh, no, you're fine. <laughs> In 1985, two young boys, a 20-year-old and an 18-year-old, tried to commit suicide after, well, they had a suicide pact after a drug-fueled day. And luckily, one of the two boys survived. I wish, you know, both of them would have survived, but he was in pretty bad shape afterwards. They were listening to the song Better By You, Better Than Me by Judas Priest the day of the suicide, attempted suicide. And the parents took this to court as well, tried to sue the band and claimed that they hid subliminal messages in the song that said, let's be dead and to do it, which that could mean so many things, you know, not suicide. <laughs> do it, yeah. That yeah. Literally could mean anything. Um, the trial. Especially just knowing the history of the band. Nike, most, just do it. Yeah. The trial went on for six weeks, and the judge ultimately dismissed the charges but agreed that the band did hide subliminal messages, just said that most listeners wouldn't even pick up on that. And tragically, the surviving boy did kill himself eventually. That's sad. I know, super sad. Definitely had nothing to do with Judas Priest, though. I agree. No. It sounds like there was a lot of I other things going on. metal bands tend to attract just that darker Yeah. Well, yeah, and it's like, of- even with a lot of metal, too, though, it's like... Singing about, like, fucking crazy shit is fun, dude. Like, oh, yeah, I'm not bashing. Like, we all love f- horror movies. and Right. You know, so it's like, are you going to, like, blame, like, every single horror movie that's ever had, like, something that, like, your kid ended up doing, like, that they've never even seen it? Like, it's that movie's fault. You know? I know. Or it's like video games. But I guess it's, like, the whole, like, thing of the rock and roll, like, in Satanic and rock and roll and, like, oh, you know, yeah. the, the hysteria that went on, like, in the 80s. Yeah. And even, I think, 70s. in the early 90s, too. Yeah. Well, the whole, like, backwards, play the Led Zeppelin 4 backwards. And it's oh, just, like, that's been going yeah. back since the 60s and 70s. Really. Yeah. So, I don't know. Right? I mean, we definitely already did an episode on that. So, if mm-hmm. you haven't listened to it, you can check back. <laughs> ACDC's up next. After finding an ACDC hat left behind the crime scene of... Um, <laughs> Why are you guys laughing? <laughs> it's just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're just we talking about people jumping to conclusions. Like, there was the ACDC hat at oh. the crime scene. <laughs> it was left behind by the murderer who was, you know, Night Stalker Richard Ramirez. That's his calling card, the ACDC murderer. Well, is it? It, it does. Oh, well, is it? Listen, you guys. <laughs> oh, my God. I was just throwing that out there, like, as a joke. Yeah. So the media took off with this completely because he left the, the hat at the scene. And that's why he's actually called. The Night Stalker, because their song Highway to Hell, on the album Highway to Hell, they have the song Night Prowler, mm-hmm. but they decided to call him the Night Stalker after the Night Prowler because they, you know, obviously didn't want to use the exact, the, song, the exact song. Yeah, <laughs> but very creepy. Did ACDC get sued? No, I didn't think so. Did they, they sue? Yeah, did they sue? <laughs> this <laughs> is bad publicity. This guy's using our, like, using our hats. And then they say, like, no police. Uh, no publicity is bad publicity. I'm curious now. I wonder if there's studies out there of like what kind of music serial killers listen to. It'd be very Probably. fascinating to find out. Mm-hmm. Maybe we could do an episode about that sometime. Yeah. They like to talk about themselves. So, yeah. Do they like, tell the truth? Maybe. What's you your know? playlist, bruh? It's all opera. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing but opera. <laughs> okay. Hungarian suicide song. So, struggling songwriter Rezo Ceres wrote song Gloomy Sunday, and that's the translated name, on a cloudy Sunday afternoon in the early 1930s while dealing with the stress of a failing career and the end of a relationship. The song was a huge success and made Ceres famous. Unfortunately, soon after the suicide started, bodies were found holding the sheet music or the lyrics, 
One was even found with the song playing on repeat. One man shot himself because he couldn't get the song out of his head. <laughs> yeah. Did I felt that, that way about I'm sorry because I feel terrible for yeah. giggling about hearing no. someone shoot themselves in the head. But yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. but like, yeah, Kendra's laughing. I'm like, I feel oh, like, yeah. you know, like instantaneously, like as soon as you said, like he couldn't get a song out of his head, I just think of the, this is the song that never yeah. ends. <laughs> I get that all the time, song stuck in my head. Yeah. Days. When, oh, God. Yeah. Whenever I hang out with my nieces, I like tend to get a Taylor Swift song stuck in my head for weeks and it drives me crazy. Yep. Yep. I have yeah. to listen to the radio at work sometimes, and yeah. it's rough. <laughs> so the song ended up becoming known as the Hungarian Suicide Song and was even banned from English radio. Wow. And, yeah, and even Suress and his ex-girlfriend, who the song was you know, sort of written about, at least the breakup fueled the song, they both committed suicide. Jesus. Yeah, and it's believed that um, the number of suicides linked to the song are up in the hundreds at this point. Oh my god! Yeah, I kind of want to listen to it though. Yowza. It's like it's is probably, it pretty good. I don't know. It's it, have you listened, I to, listened it? to it? But it's probably kind of beautiful. I like gloomy stuff. So yeah, I'm gonna have to bookmark that. Mm-hmm. Say the name of it one more time. The uh, Glo- gloomy Sunday. Gloomy Sunday. Mm-hmm. That's goth as fuck. No. <laughs> <laughs> Cloudy Sunday. <laughs> Okay, so Frank Sinatra. Watch it be like absolutely not goth rock at all, which is totally <laughs> fine, not. but it's like that is like the, glo- that is Gloomy Sunday. <laughs> like that's a fucking band name if I've ever heard one. Jesus. Yeah. Maybe if like from like the late 90s, you Take know, when everybody. Take ha- Gloomy Sunday. <laughs> yeah. You will know us by the Gloomy Sunday. <laughs> oh, um, so I did find something. It's not really like a cursed song, but it's an interesting thing. Mm-hmm. So basically from like witch talk on tiktok or whatever and double checked it on reddit and then i listened to some of it it's pretty fun um there's this album by selkie girl um it came out this year i can't say the name of it uh it's like quabalista or but it's like q-a-b-a-l-i-s-t-a so however the hell you say that Mm mm-hmm um, or Chabalista. I like, I don't know which, where it's from. So I don't, I can't really like be like, which enunciation of Q is right. it, you know? So, mm. but it's pretty cool because with all of the different stuff that they have in the album and the things that have gone into it and the words and stuff like that, um, it's supposed to like basically like set up to like help you astral project. So if you're like listening Sweet. to the yeah. album, which is pretty interesting, like, Obviously, not everybody's going to. Um, yeah. And if you have no idea what that is or, like, what you're doing with it, like, obviously not. But it could be kind of used as an aid. But it's not directly going to make you do it um, unless you're trying to have it make it do that. You yeah. know what I mean? So, but pretty cool. Yeah. So, I thought that was interesting. And, like, there's, like, all kinds of comments and stuff like that on there. I've only listened to, like, three songs on it. So I can't be like, oh, here's my actual opinion because I yeah. don't really have one yet. But I just thought that was, like, something kind of fun to throw in there. Like, yeah. Instead of all the death stuff, it's like, oh, man, like... <laughs> You want to feel crazy when you're not like on drugs and you're totally sober in your <laughs> yeah. bedroom by yourself? Here you go, buds. Okay, so next up, Frank Sinatra. It's forbidden to sing Frank Sinatra's song My Way at karaoke bars in the Philippines because apparently it incites violence. Six killings and countless fights have been reported each after one of the parties involved sang that song. <laughs> How and why? That song's I don't crazy. know. Come on. Isn't that crazy? Wait. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> what song was it? My Way by Frank Sinatra. And where is it, where is it banned? Philippines? Um, th- th- yeah, it's banned in the Philippines. <laughs> Maybe phonetically. At karaoke bars. The lyrics maybe phonetically sound 
like a word that incites violence in their language? Well, what I was reading that make, is that typically, and this is me, you know, saying what I read in an article. I don't like believe this or I don't know this to be true, but it's, it's saying that um, people tend to be a little bit more polite there and the song's kind of aggressive with the lyrics, you know, and they said that maybe okay. that's why. So people get kind of offended. If that's a gr- There's songs that are a billion times I more agree. aggressive than that. Like. Yeah, I completely agree. <laughs> yeah, just read I that just in love, yeah. I just love just, knowing that it's like fucking Frank Sinatra, yeah. like the lounge Crooner, music. Yeah. 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 Blue like, eyes. <laughs> something that you tip, like sip a martini and like, right. you know, maybe go play Smoke some. Smoke a cigarette, chill in a lounge. or Usually red. See, fish is covered I, my way. But like that, that incites violence. Yeah. <laughs> that so, rules. I love that I song now. Say, I, I will yeah. have to listen to it all the time. Yeah. And <laughs> crank, it up. <laughs> crank it up in my car. <laughs> this song just makes me so angry. What is it? It's Frank Sinatra, man. Do you know? Do you know? I know, right? <laughs> and I, I got most of this information from an article on List First by Jay Frader, just to put that out there. Awesome. Yeah. Next up, Robert Johnson, who we've talked about in prior episode. Love him. Yes. Soul so, to soul to the devil. Yes. So Mississippi blues legend Robert Johnson, who sadly died at the age of 27. Also noted to be like basically the inspiration for rock and roll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. His song Crossroad Blues is allegedly cursed. Tragedies seem to follow musicians that cover the song. Eric Clapton's band broke up and his young son tragically died after he covered Crossroad Blues. Damn. That's now, like... That's like a double whammy. Yeah. It's awful. That's about as bad as it gets. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and that's so sad. Same thing with Robert Plant's son after he performed Johnson's song. Leonard Skinner's plane crashed after they performed the song live. What? Yeah. Members of the Allman Brothers died in a motorcycle accident, which this happened actually at Crossroads after they played the song. And Dang. yeah. It's also rumored that Kurt Cobain planned to cover the song on a future on a future album, but I mean we also <laughs> talked about how like, he wasn't you know going to do music for a little while afterwards. So who knows if that's even true? Yeah, yeah. that's insane. I know it's that's weird. a pretty bad track record. So basically, taking dudes out. Yeah. yeah. So basically, for all you aspiring musicians, like we're going to make it big with this cover song. That is not the one. No, yeah. that is not the one. <laughs> You do not Don't want to cover that song. It practice. Tragedy yeah. will strike. Yeah. <laughs> but if you really hate someone, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Be like, yo, dude, I know this song. That'd be so sick. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's a terrible idea. That's terrible. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm literally just kidding. Do not do that. That's so mean. That is bad. U2 song Exit on album Joshua Tree is about a religious fanatic turned murderer was written after Bono read the book The Executioner's Song by Norman Mailer, which talks about Utah killer Gary Moore, who killed two men in two different armed robberies after a breakup. Oddly, he and his ex-girlfriend had a suicide pact, which failed and put them both in temporary comas, but he was eventually executed by firing squad. But in July 1989, I know I kind of go back and forth all over the place on this, but I'm not even to the point yet. So in July 1989, Robert John Bardo claimed that Exit inspired him to stalk and murder actress Rebecca Schaefer. And this came up as his defense during the trial where they his lawyer played the song and the guy like lit up and started dancing, like bobbing his head to the music and mouthing the lyrics to the song. 
Yeah. Weird. I know. Super weird. Luckily, it didn't work, and he was convicted of first-degree murder. Yeah. You can't... Blame a song. You can't blame a song for being a fucking asshole. Yeah. <laughs> a creepy... You can try. Stalking. Ugh, yeah. Fuck that true. guy. I agree. I mean, that's... Like, I guess, like, points for creativity on, like, trying to get out of it, but, like, yeah. no. Like, right. go to jail. It's weird, though, how, like, the mur- the, like... Original murders inspired the book, which inspired the song, which inspired the guy. Yeah, it's really weird I, story. I also want to just bring up, like, how many suicide packs have we heard of today? Because that, that's a lot. Oh, my gosh, I know. Also, like, how many people are like, you know what? If this thing happens, you know what we should do? Like, <laughs> no. Yeah. Never the right Dark idea. Times, no. Do not you. do Definitely it. Don't. Do not do it. I promise you it's not worth it. One of many reasons not to commit suicide you'll miss our future episodes <laughs> that was terrible and i'm no, sorry it gets better though for sure it does it gets so much better okay have you guys heard of this one um the ninth symphony curse no but that sounds tight yeah for almost 200 years composers about beethoven yeah it, he's part of it yeah. um composers from around the world have been plagued by the curse starting with beethoven after completing his ninth symphony while working on his 10th um, other victims include Anton Bruckner, Vaughn Williams, Antonin Dvorak, Gustav Mahler, and Franz Dvorak. Schubert. Dear. Keep going. Okay. Um, I said Gustav Mahler and Franz Schubert. Franz. Franz. You got it. Yeah. Luckily, American composer Philip Glass has beaten the curse. He completed his 10th. America wins. <laughs> Never. Never. <laughs> but he... He made sure that he finished his 10th before he released the 9th, which I thought was kind of interesting just oh. because he was kind of worried That's about insane. It. So yeah. like, this is like a thing. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you've, you've made nine symphonies. Like, either you're done yeah. or... And some of them were yeah. pretty young. Some of them were older, so you're thinking like, oh... And it's all just like died. mysterious deaths. Like, like all just all, like random All sorts stuff. of different things. That's crazy. Like heart failure yeah. and... Yeah. That's um, at the performance of his ninth, though, um, the American Philip Glass, one of the audience members did collapse. What the fuck? Yeah. So <laughs> he diverted it onto someone else. <laughs> yeah. That's terrible. <laughs> like it is. So if you, we can play this, but someone in the audience will die. If you're a composer and you're gonna just don't play the ninth symphony, just don't do it. Yeah. Just don't yeah. play it out. You write an eighth like, one. Like you know what? Write like, a really can, shitty and one and then just one. don't. You can do you can release it. that shit. I mean, we're in the day and age uh, like where people can put it out, but you don't have to play it live. You don't have to yeah. play it live. Okay, so last one. <laughs> Everybody don't got, kill your audience yeah. member. Yeah. You can yeah. kill yourself, but don't kill the audience. <laughs> okay, so last one. The Beatles. And funny because John Lennon's birthday was just yesterday, wasn't it? It would have been 80, right? Yeah. It was his birthday and then I think also his son Sean's. Did they have the same, same birthday? The same birthday. Cool. I think so. I could be wrong, so let me know if I'm wrong. Yeah, so their 1968 song Helter Skelter, which was written about a ride at an amusement park, is forever linked with Charles Manson, Mm -hmm. Manson family, and their murders. Notorious. Yeah, Manson and his family believed that Helter Skelter was a prophecy of an apocalyptic race war that they were destined to start. And then um, in two separate crimes where seven people were murdered, the family wrote Helter Skelter in blood on the fridge at the La Bianca crime scene. But Manson was quoted as saying, it's the Beatles, the music they're putting out. These kids listen to the music and pick up the message. It's subliminal. 
it's not my music. I hear what it relates. It says rise. It says kill. Why blame it on me? I didn't write the music. Wow. That's yeah. nuts. I mean, he extrapolated all that, and like Paul McCartney's like, nah, man, it's about a tilt-a-war, tilt-a-whirl down at the <laughs> county fair. <laughs> like, no. Also crazy, the guy that tried to kill George Harrison, he thought that the Beatles' music was, like, the Be- he thought the Beatles were witches and that their music was, like, casting spells on him. So he tried to kill George Harrison yeah. because of, you know, of that. Well, the Chapman just guy terrible. had the same kind of MO. Was well, like, he, was a, he was just completely obsessed with John Lennon, wasn't he? Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, so basically, I think what's going to have to happen is we're going to have to make a playlist of all these songs. <laughs> yeah. um, and maybe I'll take like a screenshot of it or something like that. And so when this episode is posted, it will probably be on our Instagram because I'm so fascinated. I haven't heard half of these songs. Yeah. yeah. And now I need to know <laughs> like, yeah. what do these songs sound like? But also, you know, checking on your friends. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Don't listen to it alone. Don't make a pact with anybody because it's dumb. Don't yes. do that. Yeah. Maybe we'll put some up. We'll put an uplifting song at the end. Maybe. Yeah. Funny because while I was going through like all the research and writing it out, I was on Instagram and I followed that Radio Redhead by Karen Elson, where she does covers of songs and then some of her originals. And she just happened to do a cover of Everybody Hurts by REM, and Mm -hmm. I I thought it was kind of funny. Like after all this dark stuff, I was listening to this like kind of uplifting song about how like. Everybody hurts and it right. can get better. I'm with <laughs> right? you. I'm with you. I'm yeah. Here, I hear you. Beautiful cover too, so check it out. Nice. Yeah, maybe mm-hmm. we can put that at the end of the playlist. Cause, yeah, that'd be yeah. Cool. Yeah, if you are triggered at all by this episode, we are sorry. Yes. And also, um, if you ever have anything that you think is too big to handle, the suicide hotline number is 800 273 8255. And I'm going to repeat that again because it's fucking important. Yes. You should all memorize it. 800 800- Two seven three eight two five five. I think that's going to wrap it up. Yeah. So I hope everybody has a fun and happy spooky season. <laughs> Me too. Send us any pictures of you guys dressed up like musicians. We'll put them on our Instagram page. Yeah, we'll totally like it. Hit us up and we'll share that on our stories and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Uh, tag us and that'd be great. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Bye. <laughs>